0: Whores in this house There's some whores in this house There's some whores in this house There's some whores in this house Hold up I said certified freak Seven days a week Wet ass pussy Make that pull out game weak Whoa Chorus Cardi B Yeah 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 you fucking with some Wet ass pussy Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet-ass pussy. First one, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Beat it up, nigga. Catch a charge. Extra large or extra hard. <laughs> Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want to ride. I do a Kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. Let's role play. I wear the skies. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream. Make me scream. Out in public, make a scene. I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me tell you how I got this ring. A-A. Verse two, make it a stallion. Gobble me, swallow me, and drip. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> this is crazy. Gobble crazy. me, <laughs> gobble me, swallow me, and drip down the side of me. Yeah. Quick, jump out for you, let it get inside of me. Yeah. I tell him where to put it. Never tell him where I'm about to be. Huh? I'll run down on him. For I have a nigga running me. Pow, pow, pow. Take your shit. Bite your lip. Yeah. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. While you ride that dick. You really ain't never gotta fuck him for a thing. Yeah. He already made his mind up before he came. A-A. Now get your boots and your coat for this wet ass pussy. A-A-A. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet-ass pussy. Click, click, click. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet-ass pussy. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Now make it rain if you want to see some wet-ass pussy. Yeah, yeah. First three, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Look, I need a higher hitter. Need a deep stroker. Need a henny drinker. Need a weed smoker. Not a garter snake. I need a king cobra. <laughs> With a hook in it. Hope it lean over. He got some money. Then that's where I'm headed. <laughs> Pussy A1 is just like his credit. He got a beard. Well, I'm trying to wet it. I let him taste it. Now he diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't even, I gotta finish this shit. Hold up! I, I don't want to spit. I want to go. I want to gag. I want to choke. I want to that little dangling thing that's swinging in the back of my throat. What the fuck? Ow, yo, my head game is fire, Punani Dasani. It's going in dry, it's coming out soggy I ride on that thing Like the cops is behind me Yeah, yeah I spit on his mic Now he trying to sign me, whoa Verse 4, Megan Thee Stallion hey. Your honor, I'm a freak bitch Handcuffs, leashes, switch my wig Make me feel like he cheating Put him on his knees Give him something to believe in Never lost a fight but I'm looking for a beaten ah. In the food chain. I'm the one that you, that eat you. If he ate my ass. He's a bottom feeder. Big D stand for big demeanor. I can make you bust. Before I ever meet you. If it don't hang. Then he can't bang. You can't hurt my feelings. But I like pain. If you fuck me an ass, Who is it? When I ride the tick, I'm going to spell my name, ah, chorus, Cardi B, and it goes into yeah, 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 you fucking with some wet ass pussy, blah, 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 bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy, give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy, now from the top, make it drop, that's some wet ass pussy, now get a bucket and a mop, that's some wet ass pussy, I'm talking wop, 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 that's some wet ass pussy, macaroni in the pot. That's some wet ass pussy, huh? Outro, and that's that. What's up, y'all? It's the world famous (laughs) Ben Lopez right here. Hey, you are now listening to the sounds of the Scramble Life Podcast. Are you
1: ready? Hell yeah! Here we go. Hit it. There's only one place where we can go to see freaky hoes doing shows. Doing tricks to make us holler on a given night, all for a dollar. Silicone breasts all on their chest. Nothing like others, but above the rest. They'll do anything to turn us on. Them hoes got it going on. I like big booty and big old titties. Bitch, you know you've been fucked many by minute. So come and be my private dancer. I got some money, if that's the answer. I really want to be with you. I get hard after seeing you. How hard? Hard like a rock. When you make that pussy pop. Chorus. Pop that pussy. Pop that pussy, baby. Pop that pussy. Pop, pop that pussy, baby. Verse two, Fresh Kid Ice. Freaky bitches with plenty of ass. Rolling to the music and shaking real fast. Bend over backwards. Make me shout. And work that pussy in and out, moving their body with plenty of action, bringing the men more satisfaction, doing what they feel to turn us out. Just work that pussy all the way out, brother Marcus. Shake it, don't break it. It took your mama nine months to make it. Bend over and spread them, girl. Show Show me me them pussy pearls. What? Uh-huh. Rub that ass and play with that click. You know I like that freaky shit. Girl, you know you look so cute. throwing that pussy, the way you do. And then the hook. And then verse three, Fresh Kid Ice again. Hop in that pussy a dance for the ladies. Straight from the South into the 90s. Freaky bitches are the ones I like. In G-strings in the middle of the night. Smoke filled stages, bitches in cages. Guards at the door, armed with gauges. As they dance and I get hot, keep throwing that pussy. Don't stop. Brother Marquise, I like the way you lick the champagne glass. It makes me want to stick my dick in your ass. So come on, baby, and pop it quick. I fall in love when you suck my dick. Bitch, you don't know? You ain't her? fucking with me, you're gonna get served. See? None of my bitches, they never complain. So come on, baby, and pop that thing. Then the hook again, and then we got big Okulu coming in. Janet J. <laughs> pop that pussy. Bubbles, pop that pussy. Spadger P, pop that pussy. Madonna, pop that stinky <laughs> pussy, baby. Oh, shit. Mr. Mix does the scratches. Work this motherfucker Shit, this good Woo-hoo And then the hook again
0: Wow Yes, yes, y'all Welcome to episode number two Of the Scramble Life Podcast Yeah Ooh, man So those are lyrics from this year, twenty twenty, and the two live crew popped that pussy lyrics was from nineteen ninety one. Uh, it was actually a fall release, I think, or summer ninety one release. To be honest, mm-hmm. and the album came out in the fall, which was August. Um, yeah. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to compare how things was in the nineties versus now, because some people are so upset about the Cardi B lyrics and in in Megan Megan Thee Stallion lyrics and, and where they went and and you know people find them offensive and and things of that nature versus what was going on back then but honestly I don't see a difference um too much in, in what it was and what it is now what's your views on that
1: <clears throat> I got to say man I think that's what 29 years yeah something like that now. and I could definitely I could definitely say that uh you know first of all salute to uh Uncle Luke to Crew and the mm-hmm. whole Miami scene man for for, for breaking in and, and fighting for the fact that we should have the right to, you know, freedom of speech. But 29 years, I do I do got to disagree with you right there, G. I think that mm-hmm. it's way more graphic. These lyrics are way more graphic that these girls put out this year compared to uh, Luke and the boys, you know, 29 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: the crazy part about it now, Pop That Pussy wasn't in regular rotation. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Like you gotta figure man Like I was in high school back then <clears throat> yeah, And right. I remember when I first heard Two Live Crew I think it was in 86 85 or 86 When they put out um, Pop That Pussy No not Pop That Pussy What was it We Want Some Pussy
1: That was. We, the, want, some, we want Some Pussy That was yeah, the first
0: big some. single Yeah so shit. I had to be about 12 years old Then hearing that You know what I'm saying But it wasn't Everywhere we're out here on college radio, maybe. But now you right. got, you know, the swap songs in rotation on the stations and you got the kids hearing it. But then you got to think on the flip side of that, the kids got everything in their hand and their phone now anyway. So they can look at all types of porn, things of that nature. It's not, a, it's not a hunt for them to get stuff the way it was for us back when we were kids. You know, you had Indeed. albums locked up in the shelves and, and you know, all mm-hmm. different types of stuff to to try to keep us away from that type of stuff. But I do think right. it's uh, interesting to read the, li- the lyrics because I always found lyrics like this funny as hell. But um,
1: yeah, I was cracking
0: up, man. Yeah. It was hilarious. We <laughs> was reading that, man. <laughs> That's just crazy. But you know, man. yep. Yeah, it's you know it's the future of raunchy music, and it will definitely be more to come. And uh, you know we'll watch out. Uh, you know, on what's going on with that whole situation uh, recently in the last week cardi b an offset split you know um mm. yeah they split up what it mean i don't know and i really don't care but i just wanted to throw it in there you know uh it's, it's right. to me it's the typical hollywood relationship because when you live in that life you're on the road you know how it is you know you all over the place and you know you do what you want to do so them breaking up what it's going to
1: mean <clears throat> who knows who really cares you know what i'm saying um, yeah, you are a situation with a child involved, though, you know. But that commitment thing, like you said, when you're in that show business thing, yeah, it ain't as uh, easy as people make it seem. No, it's not.
0: It's not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, Yo, have you been keeping
1: up on the versus battles? Yeah, man. They've been getting a lot better, man. I think the most recent one was Brandy and Monica, if I make no mistake.
0: Yeah, Brandy and Monica. That one. Well, no, that, the latest one. Was the Paley Bell one. Paley Bell versus Gladys Knight. That was the last one they had.
1: Oh, I missed that one. When was that one? Was that this <clears throat> weekend?
0: I think that was like last Sunday. Last mm. Sunday. Yeah, it was for about two hours or so. And it was pretty cool. I mean, I watched some of it. I didn't watch all of it because, I mean, I like both of them. Both legends. Both got mad hits. But right. I sit there for two hours and watch both of them. I couldn't do it. No, I did see the Brandy and Monica one. That was cool.
1: What was the numbers on uh Gladys and Patty though? What what kind of numbers did they have? Let me see here. Hold on a second. Of course, I know Brandy and Monica from what I understood they had a steady uh at least a million uh, you know, views on IG alone, not even including Facebook and uh from what I understand Apple Music uh is actually uh, showing it as well, but
0: Yeah, um, uh Gladys Knight versus Patty LaBelle live at the Fillmore in Philly. Uh that was September 13th uh they did mm-hmm. 600,000 people at the peak of the show and it was 2 hours.
1: Nice. That's nice, man.
0: So they did That's that nice. uh <clears throat> Brandy vs. Monica which was live from Tyler Perry Studios on August 31st that did 1.2 million views uh, and that show was 2 nice. hours and 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh the one before that nice. you had. Yeah, you had Rick Ross. Versus two chains that was on August 6th, that was 215,000 views at the apex peak. Uh, two hour show once again. You. DMX and Snoop, July 22nd, that was 525,000 apex, uh, peak views okay. on that one. That was also two hours. <clears throat> Fabulous versus Jada, 387,000. Uh, mm. let's see here. Alicia Keys versus John Levin. John Legend, hold up. Instagram Live viewers. So, yeah, these are the estimated Instagram Live viewers here where I'm going over when I say the numbers. But, uh, okay. yeah, let's see. DMX and Snoop, 525,000. Fabulous and Jada Kiss, 387,000. Yep, Alicia Keys versus John Legend, 154,000. Kirk Franklin wow. versus Fred Hammond, 276,000. Mm. Uh Jagged Edge versus 112. I don't even remember that one. Oh shit. What was those numbers? That was on May twenty fifth. They did two hundred and sixty two thousand.
1: Excellent, excellent.
0: Then you had a, How about
1: Beanie and Bounty?
0: Beanie and Bounty was the one before that one, which was on May twenty third, five hundred thousand P. Hour and fifty minutes. It
1: was killing it. I love that
0: one. Yep. Uh Erica Badu and Jill Scott. That was seven hundred thousand peak, uh, three oh, hour show.
1: Yeah. Wow,
0: nice, nice. You yeah, know, Teddy Riley and Babyface. Uh, let's see, four four hundred thousand day one, five hundred thousand uh, rematch, Apex peak, three point seven million attempted access breaking the <laughs> internet. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. man, that
1: was a fiasco with my boy Ted.
0: Yeah, huh? man, he had all the whole studio set up in the whole night, and it just started messing up, man. So. Right. I don't know. It looks like gee,
1: it looks like the the it looks like the ladies are actually uh you know doing very well with these numbers, man. The ladies is beating the fellas out as far as the numbers. So we tuning in for the females, man.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. People are definitely tuning in for these shows and it's something good cuz I mean, shit ain't nothing else going on out here, you know? Indeed. Um Indeed. You got the option of looking at stuff like that uh doing pay-per-views online or either doing like a drive-in concert. I mean, at some cities I think they're doing shows in the clubs and halls to some extent, but it's like half capacity.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. But yep. for the most part, a lot of people still not fucking with going in venues yet, you know? So, uh, we're yeah. going to see where yeah. this goes because I know right now they're still trying to push that whole idea of the drive-in shows. So I think right. for the next six to 10 months, we're definitely going to see more of that coming up, um, especially right. when the snow starts to clear over here on the East, East coast and the Northeast. Right, <clears> right. So, We'll see what's going on with that, but uh, what's been up with you, man? On a personal ain't nothing, note.
1: man. You know, well, oh, on a personal note, man, yeah. just uh, you know, kicking it, man, staying safe, keeping my social distancing, and uh, you know, being with the family, doing what I do. But um, I, w- I was just gonna chime in on that, on that, um, that driving thing because Go ahead. I know a couple of comedians, and they were talking about how it, you know, they're getting a good turnout now. That that's the good thing is they're getting a good turnout. But it's kind of the feeling that they're getting is, you know, even though they're used to clapping and seeing people laugh hard, it's kind of like when the cars are blowing the horns because that's how they acknowledge something's funny. Right. It's a weird situation. It's kind of like it's like, damn, with the their timing with the joking is a little thrown off because they're still adjusting to the fact that when people are blowing the horns, that means that that shit is hilarious. Right. You know you got some people that's blowing the horn a little late or whatever it is but uh it's just funny to know like how things are changing but you know it, it's a lot of good support out there that's um that's going to those events where, where it's like those driving situations yeah 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 you no know?
0: yes yeah, i don't know it's a cool concept we'll see where this goes cuz <clears throat> something's going to have to happen there's a lot of artists out here you know starting to do uh different things to make money with their music uh, you know right. what they're doing now. Right. The new concept is well, they've been doing mixtapes, but they're starting to charge other artists, unknown artists, to get on their mixtapes now. And they put the mixtape out there with little to no promotion or just, you know, a flyer and then that's it. So that's one thing okay. going on now with a lot of different artists. Some people complain about it, saying it's artists scamming
1: other artists, but hey, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. Right. Well, I know, uh, just speaking for, for the New York area, you you remember the speakeasies that we had back in the days, right? Yeah. Because you know, in New York, see Month, they all packed up on each other, man. And I'm going to tell you, they, they. I mean, they all up on each other with this weather being the way it is, it ain't get too cold yet. I think, personally, what you're going to start seeing or may hear about, you probably won't see it, is you're going to have these speakeasies where you're going to have certain artists that go in it's going to be for a select amount of people in the crowd, mm-hmm. and there's going to be money being made under the table because uh, a lot of these uh, business owners, they know what it takes to survive, and they're going to make that money how they're going to make it. You know what I'm saying? As long as they don't get you know, um, you know, know, caught or observed doing something where the governor or, or, the, or the state law is indicating that you shouldn't be having a certain amount of capacity in there and nobody should be performing live. Mm-hmm. Some of these businesses, they have they have the resources and they have the the uh, setup to where they can get artists in there for a good hour, do what they do, and get them out of there and and charge that money. In right. New York, I know for New York, that's what they're gonna be doing. Right, right. <clears throat> you
0: know, yeah. Here, I, I'm, it's a nightclub around the corner, and they're trying to do something where I know they were advertising local bands for a minute. Now the sign just says, "Yeah, we're still doing live shows, but we can't tell you when." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's something going on, especially here in New York State. You know how weird the laws is here. So
1: yeah. hopefully they'll figure yeah. this shit
0: out soon, and, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I'm gonna carry on to the next story. Uh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I'm gonna bring it up again though. Facebook accused of watching Instagram users through cameras.
1: Ain't that some shit? <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. So, Facebook is again being sued for allegedly spying on Instagram users, uh, this time through the unauthorized use of their mobile phone cameras. Uh, the lawsuit springs from uh, media reports in July that the photo sharing app appeared to be accessing iPhone cameras, probably Androids too, uh, even when they're not actively being used. Facebook denied the reports and blamed a bug which is said it was correcting yeah, right for triggering what is described as false notifications that Instagram was accessing iPhone cameras Uh, in the complaint filed Thursday in federal court this past week in San Francisco, New Jersey, um, Instagram user Brittany Canditi contends that app users of the camera is intentional and done for the purpose of collecting lucrative and valuable data on its users. That it would not otherwise have access to. So. uh, By obtaining extremely private and intimate personal data on their users. Including in the privacy of their own homes. uh, Instagram and Facebook are able to collect valuable insights and market research according to the complaint. So and of course Facebook declined to comment. On the situation. So. In the suit filed last month, Facebook was accused of using uh, facial recognition technology to illegally harvest the biometric data of it's more than 100 million. Let me say that number again. 100 million Instagram users. Uh, Facebook denied the claim and said that Instagram doesn't use face recognition technology. Uh, the case is Candidi versus Instagram. LLC, 20 dash 6534 in the U.S. District Court, Northern District of California, San Francisco. So keep your eyes on that one. Um, you know, I mean. That's sure. serious stuff. That's
1: serious stuff. It's like serious.
0: You, it is serious. And we've been using these smartphones now for the most part since, what, the late early 2000s, like 08 or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with the cameras and everything on there. And I've always thought that, you know, they're watching or whatever, but you know, fuck it, you know, and that's the way you got to look at it now. Cause there's cameras everywhere and they can connect a camera on your ass with anything. So, right. You know, it's just something you know, I feel I w- we got to, we got to deal with, but go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, I was reading somewhere. I forget the article, but they were talking about, I think it's a Netflix documentary. Um, oh how we always allow, allow, allow. We just allow. And when you allow, you are granting that access. You are legally saying, listen, you can come into my phone and access it whenever, however, and you can access my photos, and we take for granted that power that we give people on our personal phones. I also think that this ties back into the Patriot Act, which broke down a whole bunch of laws to where they can come in and, and observe and surveil you know, what they wish and deem you be a terrorist if they find things in accordance to you violating certain protocol that the government feels they want to take you and extract you out of your home for. So this is a big political thing, too. And as we both know, Facebook was backed by the government many, many, many years ago. So that boy Zuckerberg could act like he don't know what's going on. But I seen him on on the panel, you know, and he got pressed by a couple of senators and he don't look too good under pressure. So no, I'm pretty sure with all that money, Facebook definitely knows what they're doing, even though they're denying things, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: we're going to see where this goes. And like you said, people as a whole have to stand up to make something happen with it. But, you know, as long as they keep it in the face of the politicians and people keep on pushing, like this young lady out here uh, that filed a lawsuit, you know, something may be able to happen. I don't know. Because, I mean, it ain't even just Facebook. How much shit do we click on and install on our phones, or our laptops or whatever that says? Uh, do yeah, you allow yeah. us, do you give us permission to blah, blah, blah? We don't nobody read that shit. So it ain't nope. even just Facebook. It's, it's so many other apps that we're using to buy things, sell things, and, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. So you, you just don't know. Because how many times have you looked at your phone and there's some shit on there in an advertisement that you just thought about that day or that week or that month? You're right. A right. whole lot, <laughs> a whole lot of stuff, man. So if you're thinking about t-shirts, you're gonna start seeing t-shirt ads. You know, for buying t-shirts and bulk or whatever. <laughs> however, you were thinking about t-shirts. So, uh, right, you know, it's it's crazy. It's a crazy world, and and we we were told about this. And I think you sent me something earlier in the week about the RFID chips.
1: Right. Yes, I did. What was it? What was that in? What was it like? A little girl's toy or something? It was uh, it was in uh, a Brazil uh, you know, when girls first start wearing, I guess they're called training bras or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was a tracking device. Mm-hmm. And I think it was trying to tie into, um, uh, what is that, sex trafficking as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the, 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 the mother had uh, exposed it and, and, and said, look, this is it. It's in here. It was a video from Instagram, but that's what it was about. But I think you had told me that those things were also planted in other items. Yes. Of clothing as well. Not just those uh, Brazilians of young of young girls. Correct. Um, they use RFID yeah. chips in a lot of different things.
0: Uh, it's a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I could, if I was an agent or whatever, just link up to you through different things you use. But I remember probably around 2001 or 2002, Alex Jones talked about this, and he was—I think he was talking about Walmart in particular—but he was saying how mm-hmm. they put these RFID chips, and they don't have to be little small circles like I think the one you sent me the picture of was, but it could be something. Just tiny, like a little tiny piece of something. But yeah. the shirts they sell, they could put them in, you know, the crevices where the stitch is at it. You know, and you wouldn't even know it. So all these things mm-hmm. is on you. You figure you check out that product, your receipt with your, you know, your credit card information or whatever. could link back to that RFID chip and there you go. You know what I mean? You track so exactly. I I do believe that shit is out there, it's out here in, in every damn thing. The shit we're talking on now and whatever is out there. But once again, it's just uh, something you gotta deal with and as we all know, I mean, we in the control world now, you know? And um very controlled. Yeah, Highly man. monitored and controlled. Yes. Highly yes. monitored and controlled, G. Hell yeah, no. so you know is is basically like something we got got to live with but it'll be interesting to follow this court case and see where it goes along with the many other things people have been talking about with Instagram and Facebook yeah. um one week I want to get into the whole psychological aspect of Instagram and Facebook Facebook in particular like I really don't mess with Facebook like that and that's like my big thing um because it's just it's just so much shit on here you know you got all these people that you've met from all levels of life and then there's just this, this, the fake shit, people trying to keep up and this shit you don't need, really need to be seeing mixed in with some good things. And it's just a whole lot. But yep. we'll talk about that further one day on, on a future episode.
1: But um, yeah, man, let's let's follow up on that and keep people posted on that, because these are items that, that, that you know, everybody needs to be exposed to, because a lot of people still don't know about it. Right. They just going into their phones thinking it's normal and not even aware of what's really occurring when their phone is on that dresser at nighttime. That's right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: they working, working in the background.
1: Exactly. They observe it. They observe it.
0: Yep. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much that. So we'll, we'll follow up on that and see what happens. Uh, the next piece I'm going to talk about is our boy Prince, uh, Prince state announces massive vault rating reissue of sign of the times. So, Sign of the Times came out in 1987. That was one of my favorite Prince albums. Because my favorite Prince run was from 76 to about the time when the Batman soundtrack came out. And that was pretty much my favorite Prince time period. But this album right here, I listen to all the time, too. Uh, It was a great one. So, they're re-releasing it. But the whole thing with this is what they're releasing with the original tracks. So, they went into the vault. And uh, this project is going to feature more than 45 unreleased studio recordings. Uh, the Super Deluxe reissue uh, will be available either as a stack, 8 CD, or 13 vinyl piece set on September 25th. So uh, the Boston Remaster LP alongside three discs of unreleased music called from Prince's Vault. Uh, The disc uh, compiling the album Single Mixes, Edits, and B-Sides. A 1987 live gig in the Netherlands. And a bonus concert film uh, from Prince's New Year's Eve 1987 show at Paisley Park, which features a cameo by Miles Davis. Uh, Other things that's coming along with that project. um, Let's see, uh, some stuff in there from 1979 that's going to be featured uh, another version of uh, the Ballad of Dorothy Parker and a couple of other tracks. So you got tons of extra tracks in addition to the original. I guess it was like about fifteen tracks or so on that first version of the album that came out in in uh, eighty seven. So now you got about thirty something other tracks in there along with the remixes and unreleased stuff. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that on looking forward to that on Friday. It's
1: Friday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that does a disservice, though. I think that really does a disservice to 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 the brother, man, because I, as an that's art. That's overkill. That's too much. You think so? That's too much. If he was alive, I don't think he would ever at you. I really think so. And, and this goes back to a conversation I had with many different artists. Stan, that an artist is worth, and even Jada said it in the lyric: an artist is more valuable. You're breaking up. That brother would never really dead than they are, you know? Yeah, Yo, you break, you like, break, you you know, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. All right. I don't know what's going on. Hold on, man. Yep. How about now? Am I good? Am I good?
0: Yeah, I can hear you now.
1: Yeah, what I yeah, would I really disagree, and I think that that's overkill because— mm-hmm. uh, but many artists, and we all agree in one of his lyrics, artists are, are worth than they are la you know. And I know that Prince was not like that. If anything, he was sexually up and piece it up piece by piece. But this is you know, overwhelming the public with. Still breaking like, up. It's clear as day. What? I don't know what that's. What that's about? Right about yes, do? Uh, I can hear you now, but you know what? Yeah.
0: I think you was basically saying that they're just putting too much out there, um, as far as you know, what's coming out of the vote. I mean, I don't got a problem with it. Can you still hear me? Hello.
1: I got you. Marty. All right. Yeah, I don't yeah, have I a problem
0: you. with it because what's gonna happen if they don't put it out? You know, the man's been dead now for what about five years? Four years? So uh, I think they definitely need to go on ahead and uh, and put that stuff out there so people can hear it along with all the other stuff that uh, they're talking about putting out there. So on that note, L is gone. He lost his connection. Uh, what we're going to do is pick this show back up next week. At least you got 30 minutes out of us this week. Once again, this is G. That's L Scratch. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at the scramble life at gmail.com. That's the scramble life at gmail.com. Uh, you can catch L under L scratch over spelled with a K L scratch over on Instagram. You can check me out. Uh, that's shock sound G. That's the word shock sound in the letter G. That's that shock sound G over on Instagram also. So I'm gonna end this one right here and I'll uh, catch y'all later. Peace. Yeah. Van glorious, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> motherfucker. Van glorious, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> motherfucker. Van